Okay. Welcome to Multiple Streams by Any Means, a podcast geared towards showing our people unique ways to make money while also putting the spotlight on entrepreneurs, content creators, and business professionals. Today uh, is me. You got your host, Bam. We got Jason Wybroke. Today, man, we got my brother, man. He's uh, We go from the same alma mater from Albany State University. Uh, he's the numbers guy, man. One of the best people I personally know with numbers, man. CEO of Roundtable ATL. Man, we got my brother Slim Ford, man. What's good? What's good, What's man? up, Thank my boy? Thank you for having me, B. What's Absolutely, up? Absolutely, man. Thank you Absolutely. Me, you already know it, man. Thank y'all. How you feeling today, man? Man, feeling amazing, brother. Man. Okay. Amazing. Okay. If you dead fresh, man, they can't see the shoes, but I see. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. <laughs> y'all ready to put the light on them? Oh, uh, man. Yeah, you know. Look, you got to do a little something here. Yeah, we Friday. Yeah, yeah. You got Yeah, it's Friday, man. It's hell of, <laughs> hell of a Friday, too. Yeah, warm outside man. man so i guess we'll start man um uh by just getting your background story man where you from man all right background about me man i'm from native of atlanta uh east side decatur mama from you know perry homes grew up greater homes all the way out family move you know far east uh got family out there like covington Kanye's, portadale all the way out all the way through got down florida and stuff like that man um, a little bit about me, man. Like you said, Auburn Mater, Albany State. Um, graduated from there, two degrees, one in accounting, one in marketing. Uh, one of the very few to double major at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, just from there, MBA finance. Held a couple of security licenses as well as, you know, life insurance, health insurance, which got me really started in finance, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, and just been in that, that field ever since. And then Roundtable Atlanta. That's my uh my business. I love it dearly, like my baby. That's my baby, baby, baby. You know, baby, baby, baby. You feel me? I created the business plan while we was in school, actually. Uh, okay. So it was really just because a lot of my friends, I saw them have you know great crafts as scientists, um, pharmacists, doctors, you know, DJs, and the business plan was just created based off of everybody sit at the table and how we help you know each other grow and you know. I took that into my adult life as as I grew, that business grew as well. So, you know, that's a little bit about me, man. Yeah, no, it's dope. So yeah, I was a marketing major as well. I didn't have a I didn't have a minor though. I was a marketing major. Yeah. Auburn State as well, man. So you said Perry Homes and which which Perry Homes, Great Homes. Okay. All the way. So you from the project. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, okay. Straight out straight out of Oh man. Hey man, let this be a lesson learned, man. You can't overcome your surroundings. Just gotta hustle, grind, educate yourself, man. Definitely, definitely, man. Yeah. Definitely. So coming up, man, you was a athlete, hustler, bad guy. Which one was you? Was you all three? Man. Troublemaker. <laughs> Look, all right. So <laughs> coming up, I was probably a man, a humble, quiet kid. Okay. Small, runt, get away with a lot of shit. Live kind of like a, I would say, a double childhood where. Didn't want mama to know what you was doing out of the street. Keep, you know, come in before them street lights hit, sneak in before she get up in the morning, you know, things like that. But <laughs> at the same time, you know, keep a, a clean face card, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Stay out of trouble, stay out of them folk face, stay out of them Joe's face, you know, yeah. stay out of them blues face, you feel me? Like, hey, yeah. cause I ain't coming to get you, you feel me? That's, that was my message. So, you know, single parent home, me and my okay. brother, he two, two years apart. And we just, you know, just, I wasn't, I wouldn't say I was a bad guy or a tough guy, but because my family grew up, we ain't take no shit. We don't take no shit. Can I say shit? I'm sorry. No, okay, yeah, cool. Man, yeah. But yeah. You definitely say shit. Okay, bet. Shit. We ain't take no shit. So, you know, I always came with a humble spirit, but at the same time, respect was everything. You feel me? We grew up on 
family values of being able to respect each other. Um, and that's just me, man. So athlete, yeah, all that. Academics, I was five school. Uh, my SATs, I, uh, shoot, out of 800, I had an 800. So I was like, I ranked in like the 0 .087 percentile of people that took the SAT in mathematics. Um, had a terrible GPA in high school though, cause shit, I was, you know, didn't give a damn. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, didn't apply yourself. Man, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I just hoop and got, uh, you know, stay out of trouble. You feel <laughs> exactly. me? Like, <laughs> uh, so, but I wish I really did apply myself and get, got more involved. But man, it was really just, uh, just being a product of those gifted programs going all the way through middle school and high school. I just felt like it was time for me to just have some mental freedom from school and academics. So, you know, you know mm -hmm. how that is. Then hey, you know, got this college man. She 1819 time to got done party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shoot, I, you ain't got to go. You ain't got to go no. You ain't got to come home though. You can't come home. This ain't your home no more. You feel me? So, yeah. My mom was on that, you know, strict, you know, go spread your wings and fly cuz I can't help you fly now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you a man now, you out of you out of high school, got your diploma, get you a job. I right, learn to be a man, you feel me? So yeah. here I am, God dog. <laughs> Eighteen years later, I guess shit. You said two degrees though? Two degrees. At the same time? At the same time. Like what what made you want to do that? Uh, Whoo man, I were you pressured into it or Nah. Okay. So I got kicked out of college. Oh. So I came in 05, man, my GPA in 06 was a 0 0.9 GPA. <laughs> Zero, basically. You shit. Hang it, bruh. It wasn't my fault, though. Okay. Well, I enrolled late. So I got a lot of Saturday classes that was like at 7.30 in the morning. <laughs> had a Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 7.45. But I wasn't about to make that, but like, I made all the evening classes though today, <laughs> and they was the mathematics, so I was gonna make it. You know, I was gonna get them A's, and at the, I thought, eat cool, but you know what I'm saying, uh, man. Uh, so I got kicked out of school. I was a mass comm major at first, so when I came back, like just working at Coca Cola, man, I was uh, while I was you know just going through that transition, I just had to understand like what I wanted out of life and my mom she worked as an accountant for so long but always knew sales you know what okay. I'm saying from from the street you know you know so I don't know some just like you know what it's gonna be tough to get this GPA back up right so why don't you just go get two degrees one in accounting one in marketing one is the meat one is the bone Correct. You can't have one without the other. I can't bend my arm without the bone and the muscle. So Correct. I was like, shoot, it's always <laughs> going to be smart to know how the money move with the marketing, like what make consumers buy. And then the accountant always knowing how to financially account for them numbers. So it just kind of go hand in hand. Okay. So I, I always tell a person if they're going to go into business, go get an accounting or marketing degree because you're going to learn an essential skill as opposed to something that's general that just sits you like, oh, here, here's a, here's a business administration degree. <laughs> now you know how to run a business. Hell no. You I need, got. you need the skill. Yeah. You, need the, you need that skill. So. No, yeah. Cause you, like, bro, you set your business up.
Yeah. You don't like I see a lot of businesses fail. Like that's why you might see a lot of broke lawyers because they don't know how to market themselves. <laughs> and then once you get the money, you gotta know something to do with it, or else you just fucking it off. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And a lot of times people don't understand like when you get that money, you need to either account for the expenses and the taxes. Yeah. One of the two. Yeah. Because if you think all that cash flow is just profit, it's, it's money, just you, nah. You know, oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Because nah. somebody who gave you that money is going to count that against their books. And when that come back, that flow come back around, they everything got to add back up. You know, it's all about tying out money. So, yeah, man. So without, because, you know, we don't, I don't, I'm straight entrepreneur. I ain't got no, no safety net, man. So right. I would just pretend like I made half of whatever I made. You know, if I made 200000 this year, yep. you know what I'm saying? I pretend like I made eighty to 100000 You know what I'm saying? Or, so like, I always kind of, and it helps you out because, you know, when you're doing straight business, bro, you always take unnecessary losses that other people don't know about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they think every day gravy, you making all this money. Yeah. They don't know, you know, Monday, I just lost 5000 You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or this month a little slow and I still got all this overhead. You Ain't know no what I'm job. saying? And you still got to smile. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, that's where the market to come in. You still got to attract the business, but <laughs> you still got to smile. smile. Still got to smile. You right. You right. Yeah. Let me ask, um, so you said as an entrepreneur, right? Like, yeah. what was, what was like the, the biggest indicator that that's like your world? Cause like reading your book, I understand like your world was like a, yeah. you know, it, it, it really tied like the financial aspect of what I do to yeah. like the real consumerism and the marketing and the strategy behind yeah. what you do. Like what was yeah. your indicator? Like, okay, I can make 200 K you know, consistently doing that. Like, what was your strategy? Well, all right, so, like, um, I ain't, I wasn't fortunate enough to play. I ain't really have a thing when I was growing up. Like, yeah. this is my hobby. This is my thing. Like, you know, I tried to draw. I wasn't great at it, but it will be, you know, whatever fun. I tried to do music, could never read notes. Yeah. Uh, started hustling. I just fell in love with hustling. I wasn't even about the money. Like, most people started hustling or whatever for the money. Um, I started flipping my Halloween candy, and I guess the dopamine came from when people gotcha. came ring the doorbell, and they <laughs> they licking for you every yeah. day, and you know I ain't because it was like fresh in middle school. I ain't have I ain't even have a name for myself until I started doing that. So, you know, it's like when a bad dude, <clears throat> it's like when a dude crack jokes in class, yeah. become a class clown. You get the dopamine from the laugh. You know what I'm saying? And you know I'd be funny, but it would always be somebody funnier than me. When I started doing that. You the only people that was hustling that seemed to be doing better at hustling was either the people that was spoiled mm. or the, the dudes selling weed. Or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like gotcha. so at the end of the day, so like when I got to uh after finishing, like going through school, I never had a job. You know what I'm saying? I would just always hustle this and it always worked out for me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like so by the time I graduated, I didn't really I wasn't used to working. And I wasn't used to interviewing and selling myself to an employer. I'm, I ain't no telling what I would tell them. I might tell them my goal is to take this money and flip this. Like, ain't no telling what I'm telling them at the end. Then I'm not the most well-rounded. Like, I'm pretty cool. I can I can pretty much be cool with anyone. Yeah. But if it came down to knowing something about some football or what's going on, on common, common interest, yeah. I'd be kind of out of the loop. You know what I'm gotcha. saying? So I'm graduated and... I mean, you know, I graduated early as hell, bro. I was like 20. You know, I was young as hell at Albany State, bro. I was 20 when I graduated. I was young when I graduated high school. Then I was like the youngest dude on campus, and I graduated kind of early. So, like, I, I'm like a prodigy in everybody's eyes, but at the same time, you're not really preparing for the next level. You coming back, you still slanging a little herb here and there. You hanging out with your friends. 
So I'm like a damn dog trying to get a job, bro. Mm. Like, no matter how smart I am, the degree. And then, you know, coming from the school we come from, if you didn't sign up for an intern or get cool with the right nerds, me, you, you're pretty much on scratch. Yeah, bro. Like, you started from one. You don't have no additional references, none of that you shit. You don't got none of that. Nah, bro. you got an education <laughs> in the mouthpiece. And we got each other. I got you, you got me, but if you ain't the HR guy, you can't really, you know what you I'm saying? You can't push me alone. Yeah, so I'm applying for these jobs and I'm not instantly qualified. Then I'm kind of slow, bro. Like, I'm not the type, bro, that you could put in the room and I get it today or tomorrow. You give me a little time, you know what I'm saying? But when you're going through that in front of an employer, yeah. in front of other smart people, bro, you look like you look like the weak link, dog. You know what I'm saying? So it would be situations I just wouldn't go to the next level. I didn't have a padded resume, you know what I'm saying? And uh, and then when I would get a job, like they'll treat me like the slave. Like, you yeah. know, they'll have me, yeah, I'm the outside free. slave, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Give me the inside slave yeah. job, literally. Like, like, like last, <laughs> bro, last, bro, last job I really, <laughs> bro, last. I know I'm brown. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get in. Let me get in, dog. <laughs> Shit, so, so yeah. like the last job I had, after like really just struggling. Matter of fact, some of this is in the book. I was working at this car auction called Copart through a, through a car auction. Yeah. Bro, they had me, um, it was through a temp agency. It was a good temp agency too. Like they had, like they was able to set you up with, with cool jobs. But um, I'm over there and I'm a temp and they could have had me at the front and I could have been on the fast track for management. They got me out there with the slaves and they giving them promotions. Wow. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when you know in the slavery thing, like they gonna have a head slave and suit. They, they wouldn't even make me that. I, they, they ain't give me nothing, bro. They I ain't getting nothing, bro. I'm out there working like <laughs> a dog. The they know that. I'm educated, bro. You know Couldn't what I'm saying? Overseer. They seem a resume. Yeah. It's like, bro, what the why y'all got me out here? So then they fired me for side hustling. You know what I'm saying? And then shit just worked out for me bro you yeah. know what i'm saying like i started finding like good big money hustles like t i did some taxes you know what i'm saying i find um i had this company you know i had this company where i was uh it was um called it was through a, another company called arise virtual solutions so i was able to do call center work at the house and hire other people to do it so i'm learning how to make more money than i was aiming for you yep. know what i'm saying and it just worked you know it just worked out for me bro you know what i'm saying i used to rise too yeah you did that before <laughs> bro a chick came to me i put i put like three or four people on it yeah I like, bro I job. I got bro. It. <laughs> so <laughs> wrote it off <laughs> yeah you like bro. a computer or something Nah, nah but like I had people like Sam, like Sam and Nick, so I'm I ain't care about buying no computer, bro. You know what I'm saying? So I uh, bro, this chick came to me one time, fine too, but uh, she can't. So I'm hollering at her on Facebook, cause we mutual friends. She from College Park. We went kick the eight oysters one time, and we the vibe wasn't like oh we finna go back home, but it was cool. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We know too many mutual friends, and it was kind of. But she was like, bro, I remember you from like 10 years ago. Like, um, I was promoting the business and it was a time where I wasn't even doing it no more. But I, she, she talked for what she said. I sat there, told her step by step how to do it. And every time she, she called, I, had, I answered, you know what I mean? I wasn't even trying to holler at her or nothing. I was yeah, just giving her, giving her knowledge. Give yeah. Her you know what I'm saying? She like, bro, you changed my life. She had about 20. I don't know. If she said she had over the course of the year, she had between like 50 contractors up under her bro you know what wow. it really is. i'm like damn you get a dollar from each one per hour but you well shit, depending on you can do some of them clients was good bro they had like apple at one point bro mm -hmm. 
QuickBooks. They was paying like 15, 16. Yeah, bro, yeah. Carnival, they get the Carnival. sales. Boy, you, and you can get, do the yeah. I did like an hey. incentive-based program. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so look, I was doing, when I first came on, I was doing TurboTax. And I was doing taxes, what, bro. What, TurboTax, but Bro, and I was doing taxes, bro. So like, bro, they had a situation, bro, where they pay you like three, four dollars per survey. Man, I started creating emails, sending myself surveys. And the lady was like, man, I don't know what you're doing, but you're, but you're doing it. <laughs> yeah, boy, I was eating all of that. I, I was mad when they ended that contract, bro. Man, hey, but they had some great incentive programs. Who, who, are, what are, who are you working with on the ride, man, bro? Man, look, so my wife, she had... <laughs> She had, I got a wife in. Everybody working. Everybody working. Everybody working. Everybody working. Oh, man. So she was on QuickBooks and TurboTax. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> them incentive program, boy. Crazy. I like, hey, babe, when I get that little email, when they got the little monthly result, yeah, I said, oh, yeah, we about to. Make sure you get them tens. Make sure you get them. <laughs> get them tens. We about what? to book uh, Carnival and then oh Comcast. Oh yeah, yeah. So Comcast had one where they were like, so they had the customer care side, right? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was terrible, boy. That was. The, I think the pay on that was like thirteen, twelve, thirteen thousand dollars. Like you can't make nothing. But they had the sales side. Yeah. And boy, I was like, I tried to tell somebody like, man, if you know how to sell like some some cable packages, like, man, Comcast, boy, you they pay, man, they was paying flat out fifteen dollars an hour at the time. I think it was like 2018. It's been like fifteen dollars an hour just to, for the base, and then for everything like for every sale over a certain threshold, you get bonuses off of it. Boy, I would. I would have, man. Boy. I couldn't do it because I was working. Busy. I'm working. Yeah, I'm working in Buckhead at this time. I'm on, yeah, I'm on the hustle. No, I'm in no twenty steps. I'm working in Alpharetta. Yeah, same, I live same, in. Yeah. I live in Cunyas, working in Alpharetta. Yeah, hell yeah. They yeah. drive alone. I would have cut on. What? what you gonna say? It wasn't even no drive. I was taking the bus. Oh yeah, we struggle, bro. Real long. <laughs> struggle real, boy. They're about three hours. Nigga, take the ride, yeah. To, to five points, take the train all the way to North Springs, the the farthest point you get on the train. Of course. Then you gotta get the Marta, and take the Marta all the way down to Windward. Of course. Now mind you, when that train, that bus come back though, see the part one got no going going up there. Yeah. It coming back because if you missed the ride shit, let me tell you, oh, if yeah, you missed the ride shit, you missed the train, bro. You got to take the train from North Springs to Indian Creek. And then take the martyr out the stone crest. Yeah. You, you know how long it take the 116 to get from Indian Creek. <laughs> <laughs> the guy doing stone crest, but yeah. you know how long it take. But man, I left work probably at 530, but I wouldn't get home till 9. Oh, shit. <laughs> then got to get back Pick up by 4, 5. Now mind you from where the stone crest is now. Well, I stayed, was still 20 minutes out. Yeah. So it was like deep cunyas. So I'm like in deep cunyas trying to get the Alpharetta dog. I'm like, yeah. I need the job, well, though. I need, I need this $23 an hour. But I swear to God, Lord, if you pursue the avenue, boy. <laughs> what type of work you doing, bro? Man, look, bro, I just got in. Yes. So look, all right. So look, this, this is how I got to finance, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> so the company I used to work for, BVX, right? Default. Mm. Man, I got hired on as a billing analyst, right? Yeah. Because okay. I had an accounting degree. That, yeah. So <laughs> I couldn't find no other job, bro. Let me tell you, I couldn't find no other job. I used to work for Orkin. Mm. So I was doing sales and shit with Orkin. Mm. Oh, yeah. they, they You got the gab, then you fucking with Orkin. Bruh. Nick, and, bruh, and it was like I would, bruh, I would kill him. Yeah, like when I like, then we, you know, then we, yeah, exactly. you know how when you start like, all right, say you have like a bad moment, you have like a rough three, four months, right? It's cold. Like I'm like, damn, I ain't sell nothing, I ain't sold nothing. I was in the call center first, but then I transferred out to the fields. I thought I was like, damn, this contract by the end, mm -hmm. so I need a permanent job. I need my insurance benefit. <laughs> So I got no transfer of that dog to feel served, bro. Let me tell you, trying to sell roach packages ain't ain't ain't, ain't hit for no no money. Like selling that, you know, the working services, bro. So I had to learn. Like I got to sell termite services, the gutter guards, the wet wet drywall. I got to sell all this. Man, I got into the good thick of it, dog. As soon as I hit the March man, I was salesman of the month. Bro, they did a drug test. I, I just smoked them morning. Boy, they did a fucking drug test at Orkin. Yes, bro. And they will pop up random, bro. I had just won the mark, man. I got the trophy and everything. Ooh. I got the bonus. I got to drive the big F-150. <laughs> bro, you know, because at first I was in the little Ford Ranger. You know what I'm saying? So you imagine, I'm 6'5", 230. At the time, I'm 6'5", about 200. But a Ford Ranger, bro, your shoulders in that bit. If you've been in the 1972 Ford Ranger, that bitch. I need the orc so these bitches don't got don't go past it to my power. Yeah. So they end up drug testing, nigga. I lost the job. Start driving. End up going, like I said, you know what? Let me just find a job in account, use my accounting degree. I get in the boom, get to <laughs> man, BVX and the let me go. So I was like, you know what? Let me get with NCR. NC, NCR had a contract position for compensation analyst. I was like, shit, I know numbers. Good with Excel, no numbers. Mm -hmm. I'm good with folk money. Okay. I, could, I could count up some money. Yeah. End up getting that contract. I said, oh, $23 an hour? Okay, cool. But they like, they got they, you got to be in the office five days a week. So I said, man, I pray. I said, Lord, what you want me to do? He said, nigga, you need the job? I said, yeah. <laughs> I went, yeah, about to be on that bus. It <laughs> <laughs> <Just> got real. <laughs> so, shit, I purchased me a motor car and loaded that hoe up. <laughs> hey, this was before Uber. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, I was, oh, I ain't about the Uber out there, but yeah, you, boy, what? Yeah, it took yeah. the whole chip Wait, right what? There. But, it's the, but you, yeah. Well, yeah. I've been sleeping under the bridge on 85. <laughs> shit, but, hey, what's limit under the bridge? Yeah, be gonna take a shower at LA Fitness in the morning. I ain't going that far, but anyway, but yeah, man, end up getting to that like as a conversation analyst, and then from there, I just been finessing my my resume and get in front of them folk face, and then shoot, just showing what you could do with numbers. You know, when they start seeing and hear you talk about numbers in a certain way, I'm like, oh, okay, so you know how to forecast and budget you know, like, do reconciliations and accruals oh yeah i know i do that shit right i had to got done balance my mama checkbook nigga. Yeah. <laughs> with her food stamps, <laughs> with food stamps. <laughs> oh we're in the project <laughs> shit like shoot but i had to roll up pennies what you talking about i know how to balance money 
I know how to make sure it add up. That's one thing. We add it with some technology. Okay, that's cool. Learn some Excel formulas. Yeah. I can learn that shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> Long as that shit add up, B. You know what I'm saying? So I tell anybody, like, man, look, you need a job. If that shit say, oh, you got to have this skill, but you need to learn this. Just learn that one little skill. Everybody looking for Obviously, if one job looking for it, somebody else looking for it, too. Hell yeah, and then it's like, bro, the way we got it set up these days, YouTube University, bro, you can learn yeah, that's pretty much anything, plus Google. But you know what I found, man? Most people ain't even, they, they're not visual learners with, with video like that. Yeah. They, they still need somebody yeah, to, like, show them to them. Yeah. Because me, I'm, I'm an auditory lady. You tell you you tell it in my ear, I'm like, okay, they said step one, step two, step three, step, what was that step? Yeah. Okay, cool. But some people got to look at that shit and be like, okay, step one was to move this mic over here. Step two, which how you do number one again? You know what I'm saying? Some people need that. Yeah. But but that's what my business come in. And, you know, I'm a my firm is a consulting firm. Okay. So I help people understand, like, the steps. Like, I had to put in 2,871 applications just to get the job to NCR. You said 2,000? 2,871. I remember that number to like the back of my hand. That number going to always stick with me. In the span of how long? In the span of, shoot, eight months. Wow, boy. You going to them. I needed a job. Yeah, you definitely needed that one. <laughs> <laughs> Baby <laughs> need milk, light dude, boy, hey. Your yeah. wife talking about, hey, we need. I know what you mean. Car note due, insurance. No excuse. I tell you, you know, hey, you I'm out there. Look, I'm, I'm promoting at the strip club, <laughs> working okay. at security. <laughs> so you're putting in about 10 apps a day. More, more than, than that. Okay, I'm trying to get here because I was trying to get a little more. About, 50, about now, 15. Man, I was probably putting in about maybe 20 to 30 applications a day, though. Like real. Like you want to get like real. Like real, but you know what was you know what on my resume made them kick it a lot out. What that? Albany State. What you mean by that? <laughs> All right. <laughs> you see how the color of that microphone right here? <laughs> yeah. You put that against the some else. Say me and somebody from UGA got the same credentials. Yeah. I come from the HBCU, then UGA. Who gonna win that? It don't matter whatever else shit on them. Mm. Whoever got the degree in accounting, we gonna get them. Whatever got the most prestigious background. My background one prestigious. Like I ain't graduated with no summa cum laude, no magna cum laude, no chords, no you know nothing. I graduated with a two point five. Just to get up out of there. <laughs> that's good though, bro. That's them the CEOs, bro. Most CEOs yeah. graduated two point five. Like yeah. I probably had like a, you know, I say three point five, but I had like a three point three eight. I keep it clean. Okay, you know, that three. that's still three. In, the three. Hood, in the hood. That Madden Coom. That's I'm Madden. proud that you was in you the three. Know yeah. You know, that's Madden Coom in the hood. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna give a nigga. They probably you in the three. But hey, yeah. cause I wish I could get in the three. I used to lie to my mom. You wish your GPA uh, three point eight? I think <laughs> minus two. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, so whatever to tell yeah. me, man, it might be, it might just be like that. <laughs> to get that slide that one in there, you feel me? Nah, what more. they tell me though, bro, it might be like um, an underserved. I guess it seems it seems like we need more black folks. 
you know, African minorities, you know, black folks, minorities, minorities look out for minorities. Yeah. So in general, in the human resources and financial industries, that way, you know, HBC, you don't look bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? They could judge you based off your character and what else you got. But we not in the top. We not in those. We not. Big, we not in those big seats, bro. Yeah, but get what though? Roundtable CEO, man. Y'all, you know, y'all hey, gonna get no, big and you gonna hire who you no who you doubt. feel is fit. Yeah, no you know doubt. what I'm no saying. Doubt. So no yeah, doubt. you so you doing it, man. Um, damn, that's crazy though. Yeah. Two, what you say? Two eight seven one. Two thousand eight hundred seventy one. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. yeah, you went harder than me, man. I yeah. see why I ain't get no damn job. I probably put in about five a day. <laughs> I put in five but a day. Bro, you put in twenty a day. Let me tell you, but you know, let me hold on. That's perseverance, but, but, man. But also, this this is what else. I didn't I didn't hook my resume up like every every time it got denied, I didn't hook it up like to change it to what it needed to say. Mm. I had to actually go into like a few job interviews and hear what they were asking to like okay. They want to know, like, some, like, if I'm going to say I know this technical shit, I need to know the technical shit to go ahead and just spit it to them. So it was kind of like a mind game. A lot of times these these jobs and what they ask for is mind games. And me working in what I do now, like, I work along with, you know, like, human resources and stuff like that now. So I know, like, with the, the VPs and, you know, GM. So I know the mind games that they're playing with, you know, recruiting and trying to get people in the door and what they'll say, what they won't give, things like that based on the budget. Because all of it is financially tied. So when I go into a job and say, oh, I want 70000 I know they, but I didn't know their budget, but the hiring manager know the budget is 60000 Guess what they did? Yeah, you done. Cause I we ain't got time to be negotiating. Even though you look good, you, you're great. You say everything right. You said the wrong number. Put you in that state, right? You cost me, right? The person that came in there with the same degree was like, "Oh man, I just need a job, forty five thousand. You like how high this motherfucker? <laughs> they, 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 they like, damn! I, he asked for seventy. We wouldn't <laughs> pay sixty. We were gonna pay you sixty. <laughs> yeah, I, right. I, Take I, the forty-five. Go with your bad self. <laughs> right. We we'll see you on Monday. <laughs> Got me a kunta kente. <laughs> but that, would, but that's what they looking for. So you know, with round table, man, that's why I do. I try to help people like on an individual and a business basis. So individually, okay. help you, you know, do your resume. Understand if you're an entrepreneur, you know, help you with 1099 setting up businesses. Make sure that you got your business plan, strategy, marketing plan. You need all those type of things when you're thinking of having a business because you don't want your business just to be making $10 a month. You know what I'm saying? You want your business to scale. So, you know, that's what I'm on. So, Damn, that's what's up, man. I was just talking to Jason earlier, man. Um, I want to start putting together situations, man, to where uh, – you know, people like us can come together, man, and throw events. I don't care how big or small. Mm -hmm. I got people that can make. I got people in my pocket that can, not in my pocket, but in my network. You know, they can help make. I like, but something. Kingpin, I'm like, she got a pin. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I just like everything. He threw that two hundred thousand out early. I was, gonna, I was about to say that. I like. Hey, man, like, hey, she got uh, in the pocket, hey. Uh, <laughs> nah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, like. Yeah, I read between the lines. You ain't got to say no more. <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> 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 
Nah, but yeah, <laughs> you man. heard what I heard. Okay, pushing okay. it, pushing it the forward, man. Just yeah, like man. you know, doing stuff, maybe you like something for the kids or whatever, you know, yeah. something like a, a kids workshop, teaching them about those type of things. And but you know, we'll talk about that later, man. So I want to go back to something you said earlier, man. You talking about you was a, a runt? <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, I'm offended, man. You bit you. But you, I didn't get this height until I turned 16, 17. Oh, really? I was small, but man, look, dog, look, I ain't about to tell y'all what my family called me, but didn't know <laughs> it one of them motherfuckers, it one of them, uh, what they call them, the He-Man Woman haters. Mm-hmm. I, you, you figure out, you could try to figure out what, who name was what in the, yeah. who I was. Oh, man. And my personality would probably be like him. Oh, as man. A kid. Oh, man, I got you. <laughs> Damn, what is not Alfalfa. It's not gonna Roscoe. be Alfalfa. Not gonna be no Roscoe. Damn. It ain't gonna be Buckwheat. Yeah, his name went Pete. Little Rascals? Yeah, Little Rascals. His name went Pete Will. Let me see, man. I got you. <laughs> so, you, so I'm saying, are you playing sports before you hit your spurt? Yeah, I was a running back, dog. I, I, was, a, I was a scatter. I was sh- shifted. You feel me? Like, we gonna run. You know, I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run away from you. I'm gonna run you down. I'm gonna run you over. Right, I'm be on your ankles. <laughs> yeah. If we fighting, I'm at your ankles. I'm at your knees. I'm trying to take. You know what I'm saying? I'm wrestling. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a scrapper. Hold on, dog. So what they called you, Stimmy? Nah. Spanky. Spanky. Oh wow. And the troublemaker. Look, yeah, well, you a troublemaker? Yeah, boy, I get my ass tagged, boy. <laughs> Spanky joins up, nigga. God damn. Yeah, swear I did nothing. You feel me? But yeah, man. Yeah, man. I was I was small, bro. I was small. Man, it was me and my brother two years apart. There's a picture, man. He was 12 years old. He was already six foot, Whoa. 180 pounds. Mm. He played middle linebacker and <laughs> running back in middle school. Just imagine you playing an eighth grader. He already like grown that man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> man, his little brother, two years apart, two grades apart. Bro, when I stood next to this guy. Bro, I look like I was hugging their hips, okay? <laughs> that's how small I was, bro. That was his son. Like, yeah, I look like a little boy. Like, that's your kid? Nah, see, that's my yeah. brother. Hugging the nigga hips, you feel me? <laughs> but look, get what? To this day, he ain't grew an inch. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> that's a motherfucker, boy. <laughs> That's all I can say to all the big brothers and big sisters out there in the world. Payback is a motherfucker. You feel me? When when that little brother, little sister get a little bigger, you feel me? Yeah. Get a little chest. (laughs) Get a little muscles. Same growing to it, What you talking about? It's a picture. I picked that big ass up. See, now he weigh about 280, 290. It's a picture. I picked his ass up, put him on my shoulder. He was like, bro, you going to slam me? I said, I can't. <laughs> Don't drop me, bro. No, I can't. Because back in the day, but he's, but you know, when you were kids, yeah, you know, yeah. we grew up in the 90s, so niggas do a wrestling move. Yeah, we here. Yeah. <laughs> we used to fuck each other up, dog. <laughs> you ever got Scorpion Deathlock? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's the leg thing. Yeah, okay, oh, so, yeah, okay. Yeah. With your back, like, yeah. make you. <laughs> you going to tap? <laughs> But, <laughs> but I hated that move. 
Okay. <laughs> I used to get Stinger Splash with a Scorpion <laughs> Devlock oh, every time with a DDT. Ooh. I caught his I ass, though. Well, let me t- well, hey, man, don't, don't, but see, that's where Spank come in, right? Okay. So one day he caught me. The next day I was sitting on top of the dresser in the room. He opened Wait, the door. <laughs> Boy, I tornado DDT that nigga head. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Ran out the room. I'm like, what that noise, nigga? I'm gone, bitch. I'm gone. I'm gone. That big nigga on my head, but he mad as hell, but I said, nah. <laughs> Took that nigga neck up, but that was <laughs> my back was hurt for three days, bitch. It was I had to get that nigga. I had to get that. I'm a payback motherfucker. Oh, See, yeah. I get, you got it today. Yeah, All right. Lock, yeah. Yeah. You might have a good lock. You said three <laughs> days. <laughs> <laughs> good lock. That nigga bent the shit and sat on that bitch. I, I said, nigga, you. You think you sting for real, nigga? <laughs> nigga put me in a torture rack. I said, oh, but I was, I was going through it as a kid. Yeah, so that tornado DDT came from everything in the soul, but I, I was. <laughs> but yeah, it worked the one. Yeah. I, I smiled for days. Yeah. I'm in church. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. He said he in church. Uh, <laughs> remember that. Remember that. <laughs> remember that neck cramp? Every time he say his neck hurt. <laughs> I got you. Me in church. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I'm telling you. But I paid for it, though. Yeah. <laughs> hey. hey what, what goes up must come down. <laughs> nigga. Nigga, I got power bomb. Boy, I was catching everything, bro. <laughs> wow. After that move, boy, I swear. It won every time I try to catch that nigga net, but I was getting pile driver, tombstone, rock bottom. Anything he can grab. He can grab you, it's I'm going down. Nigga, I remember I was down. Okay. And this nigga did a Hulk Hogan leg drop on my neck, bro. Ah, oh, man. You ever got leg drop for real? Nah. <laughs> Not for real. Bro. That shit hurt. <laughs> And this man, he had the height. He remember that oh, 180? Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a whole linebacker. He got a... <laughs> I play little league running back, nigga. You're you a whole wow. middle school linebacker. Wow. <laughs> I can't Damn. breathe, boy. That's wow. why I think my lungs fucked up none of this day, boy. <laughs> Yeah, hurt me, bud. Is your brother working with you in your in your business? Or? Man, I got him set up with like a pressure washing business, man. Okay. So okay. he was originally in Mobile. He moved up this way now. So Shit. my my son, uh, not my son. I call my son, my nephew. His son play at, down at Noon County. So you know, what I'm saying looking to try to sponsor them. Get a little something out there, you know, have round table at Atlanta at the football game. There you shit. Go. There you go. Uh, but yeah, he moved up here, doing pressure washing up here, man. So you know, it's all about enterprise for me. Help my mom every now and then. She does taxes. She's a notary. Wow. Um, work at Porsche and all that good stuff. So, you know, mine dudes came up from, from the from Oh yeah, from the project. From, from the, the project. Yeah, but came up. Mom came up from the jet. She was just young back then. Mm-hmm. She had to get it together. That's what's up, though. She won't even let me drive the Porsche. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, they, they, get, they, get, they get real bougie when they come out the jet. But look, <laughs> you know anybody who done made it out but got some nice shit, but they ain't letting you drive it, touch it. <laughs> you can watch it, though. And this <laughs> <laughs> 
Man, baby, you know, make sure you took a shower and wash your clothes before you hop in it. Don't bring no food in this well, bitch. my mama started vacuuming with the little dirt there. She took the dirt there from the behind the seat. Talking about, I'm looking like, uh, shawty, what the hell? When yeah. we started doing this, we, I remember the 1972 hoop that we had. We had a Volvo. We ain't had no dirt devil in that mug. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hear that mug coming down the street. Oh, so you got one sibling or you got more? Yeah, just one, man. Oh, okay. But my brother, he got most siblings, but you know, and I consider them sometimes my siblings. Yeah, I feel you. Depending on which one it is. I know what you mean. Basically, like. They, they wasn't in the household, basically. Yeah, yeah we yeah. got different daddies. Yeah, yeah I know what you're yeah, saying. So, you know. So, it wasn't exactly the same household. Mm -mm. Okay. Mm -mm. But, you know, up. my cousin, my female cousin, I consider them like my sister. I used to live with all of them. Yeah. I live with all my family. Yeah, man, what's up? Yeah, you know. So, um, all right, so going back to Auburn State, man. So, that was your first choice? Well, not this, that was the first school you went to. Man, that was. The only school. I got a, I got my scholarship to Miami rescinded. So I tore that knee, mm. my left one. So, cause I grew too damn fast, honestly, but I did too much shit on it. Got the scholarship rescinded. Didn't know where I was gonna go. My uncle, he was alumni at Albany State. Uh, RIP, um, love you, baby. Uh, man, my mom made a call like, he gotta get out my house. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I guess I can get him in the school. So the pool he got, he ended up calling, uh, you know, the registrar's office, missions. They ended up asking for my stuff, get, got my test scores and all that. Good thing I had some strong SAT scores. So, you know what I'm saying? I didn't have to take no entry-level exams, nothing like that. No LSATs, nothing like that. So got in there, took out a loan. Pay for school that way, but then shit. When I got kicked out, they ain't give me no more loans. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't no. More. <clears throat> that, that was straight out of my pocket. That was my pocket. Yeah. So you know, I had to pay them for that that, that year's tuition before, and then show them good standing. But yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Before they yeah, Auburn State definitely wasn't my first choice. It wasn't even a choice. I wasn't even gonna go to school honestly. When that scholarship yeah. I received, I was like fuck, it, we just gonna be in the street. <laughs> <laughs> Get out the mud, you feel me? Damn, yeah. The roadblock, right, bro. I'm about to work back at the Waffle House and trap, goddamn, you feel me? The roadblock, boy. That's yeah, boy. You want to scatter cover smothered in a three five? I got you, Charlie. I got you. you. I got you. Oh, <laughs> nah, I feel you, bro. Patty Mel with a seven. It do be, bro. Them roadblocks is yeah. what it be, bro. Those roadblocks, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like that was, and it's like before when you that young, bro. You ain't, you know, you ain't read all the. You don't know. Yeah, you don't really know, cause you know what I'm saying. You just like I need to do something today. You know what I mean? You said you had a, your MBA too. Mm hmm I got an MBA in finance. Oh, okay, yeah. in finance. Mm -hmm. You do that immediately after. Uh... Mm hmm But it took time too. Yeah. Took time too. I'm not a school nigga. I just, I, them tests, that ain't me, bro. That shit, actually, I did the same thing with my NBA. I started, stopped it, and I refinished it. Yeah. So, you know, for me, it's like, I always need that time because I jump into some shit be like, oh, this is what I'm going to do, or I get thrown into doing it forcefully. Mm -hmm. You know, whether I force myself or, like, with my beat, you know, my bachelor's was going to school, college, the first time. My mom like, you got to get the hell out of my house. So it's like, I ain't about to be just... Mm -hmm. Round the way, everybody done went off to school and 
And my ass still here trying to get in the house, like, fuck this shit, man. I live by myself. So, you know, I, I think with the NBA, it, it put me more in, the, in a situation where now my experience and my education speaks volume on paper. So when they see my face, they be like, "Oh, it's a black guy." They, I think that I think that throws them off too, because it's like it's a black guy in five minutes. He don't sound like that, you know what I'm saying? He don't yeah. sound, and you know. But the white ladies, they be boy, white lady love my voice, and they be like, "Oh, Chris." Now <laughs> I mean, you seem like the type of uh, <laughs> you seem like the type of you know, <laughs> you know, you seem like the type they like, man. They 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 seem like they like. People that are athletic, bro. You know what I mean? You probably remind them of their favorite athlete or something like that, man. Yeah, I don't know. I think I remind the white women of the black man that they couldn't get. Because mm. they always, you need, you belong on the radio. I used to listen to this guy. You know? mm. <laughs> they, they, they go to the reminiscing mode on them. If you mm. started meeting three oh, minutes early, gotta, bro. Like, you do kind of <laughs> got a goddamn radio voice, though. But, but let me tell you, B, on them Zoom calls, if if this for all, all the listeners, all your followers out here, if y'all in corporate or whatever, if y'all got meetings, and there's some white girls on them calls, start your get on the call three to five minutes early, and just speak speak with your morning voice. You know, y'all know y'all morning boys, right? Yeah. Hey, good morning. How you doing? <laughs> Barely you crunk know, up. Man, you watch them say, ooh, you have such a nice boy. They they get the tingling with their latte and shit. You know what I'm saying? They're like, ooh. And I didn't know this coffee was going out this morning. Like, yeah, you don't know who you talking to right now. Yeah. Shoot, my wife listening to this motherfucking boy. But she get tired of it. You like it. You like it. You like it. Listen to it. But nah, but... I always tell people to speak confidently in your meetings, you know, make sure that when you in your meetings, you know, you, you project like that confidence. You can't go in the meetings in my, in my shoes and be like, well, I think your numbers is like this. And I think that no, nah, you got to be confident to tell the story. Cause some of them people don't know nothing about finances in terms of how it works for the business. They just know either they're doing good performance wise or bad. You feel me? So for me, it's just, being able to use those degrees, my master's degree allowed me to be able to speak a little bit more with terminologies and ideologies and know how they're looking at things from a strategy basis and be able to just, you know, project that the right information to them. And sometimes you got to tell their ass, no, you got to be like, look, you're, you're fucking up in a financial way. So, you know what I'm saying? You're like, well, your numbers are down <laughs> month over month that's how you tell somebody they fucking up in corporate your shit down month over month all right yeah you know what i'm saying you, you you've been trending in the wrong direction <laughs> so basically what you just do an audit and then uh, so and not nah, so usually man, i'm looking at all your transactions like the business transaction okay. that hit my business unit so without giving out too much information I did, I did. nah you good but without giving out too much look that shit probably like the revenue maybe like gross seven hundred eighty million. So I'm looking at everything in terms of your salary and wages of your personnel, your headcount, your people, costs, traveling, entertainment, all your employee costs, property taxes, rent, utilities, everything, everything that, that falls to your bottom line, your bottom line, your EBITDA. I look at everything from revenue, cost of goods sold, operating expenses, your EBITDA, and I tell you the managers and the GMs and the VPs like look. This is where we are. This is what we forecast the budget. This is what we're tracking against. And I got to put that in presentations, PowerPoint, stuff like that. Okay. So it's more than, see, with finance, it's more than just 
doing, doing an analytic work on numbers is actually being able to tell the, the operation leader, like, look, this is the drivers of all your numbers. You feel me? Okay, break it down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah got to break all that shit down. And then you do that month to month with? Month to month, week to week. Week to week. Yeah, man. So for all you so-called employers out there, man, that overlook these resumes of good people that went to these HBCUs, man, you know, we products of uh, that environment, man, and y'all need to fuck with us, man. You know what I'm saying? We'll do y'all, you know, we'll do y'all some justice, man, and give us a chance, man. You know, if you want to go that route, you know, even though we doing, you know, our thing entrepreneur-wise, whatever, you know, if you want to go the corporate route or, you know, anybody that's in corporate that's looking at this, man, you know, let that be a lesson learned, man. So uh, I know earlier you said wife, man. So you been married for how long, man? Been married going on five years. Oh, oh that's lit. Yeah, been with her for twelve. She's a, a Albany State alum as well, but she graduated from uh, Georgia State because we got up out of Albany. You feel me? I'm like, nah, baby. When I graduate, <laughs> we do got another day. Yeah, we, I can't. Everybody leave Albany. But I got to get day. up out of there. But like, well, you in the bed, but that that graduation day. Let me tell you, it's a realization day. It's like. <laughs> Do I want to stay down here? <laughs> Man, I heard Martin Luther King had a rough time in Albany, dog. But did? Yeah, I heard something like he, he tried to do his thing out there and they, and they, they probably backfired. You, you yeah, know, they had man. the freedom fighters out that way, yeah. too. But I wouldn't try to do shit in Albany, boy. Hell I don't nah. know if y'all been to Albany. <laughs> nah, I've been down well, you know, I've been, been got, you know. Martin ain't had no business in Albany. He was better off in Dothan. Then he wasn't Albany. Mm -hmm. You feel me? I don't think I remember Albany is South Dallas, South Davis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a street. That's, that's, one, that's one of the streets. <laughs> Playing around too hard. <laughs> he said South Davis. He took him over to him on the project. He probably saw nothing. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> he put, no fact that you know about Sunday. <laughs> that's so hey, that's one of those. That's one of those streets. You roll down the window, holler at chick. She turn around. <laughs> you like but, what the fuck did I just see? But you sweat them. You sweat, but Sunday. But you ain't know the houses over the projects, so they would just ran down. But you like I stayed in the projects in Albany. Me and Cruz was roommates. Albany homes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, Albany Homes. Man, Bro, he ended up as a lawyer. When he, he worked for a firm, one of his jobs was to sue them. Albany Home? Yeah. Oh wow. That's crazy. <laughs> man. Man, I got but my boy Cruz, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that dude that fool, bro. But he is funny, dog. He is man, what Man, my birthday with Cruz and some moonshine, but I swear to God, boy. I, man, I, I, man, some of them cats, bro. I'm proud of y'all, dog, for real. Like, yeah, man. Like, Cruz is a lawyer, bro. Like, he a fire lawyer, too, dog. Like, you ready to like do I would have never known he was going to be a fire lawyer like that. But, yeah. Like, like I would have never known I'd be fire and finance like that. You a fire ass, you know, entrepreneur. Like, we so damn smart, bro. It's crazy we didn't know. Who we were gonna be back then, and I get, and it took us to go through our different, you know, journeys to really understand. Like, damn, this is who I am now at thirty six. It like, and my boys, yeah, you know, what I'm saying I don't probably even see you every day, ain't got to talk to you every day, but just to see, just like, 
Like, damn, when I read your book, I was like, my nigga wrote a book. God damn. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, man. He's like, my nigga wrote a book. Like, somebody I know got that. Yeah. I got a, in my phone, oh, nigga right. got a book. Man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For real. Shit, that shit be proud. You it's know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm for real. Me, like, I give my niggas and my, you know, my homies all they flowers when they hear you, feel me? So I'm proud of you, dog. Man, man. appreciate it. up, bro. My boy, real, man. man. That, hey, man. I was like, and see, you gave it to me, you know what I'm saying? On, on the strength, dog. Yeah, I man. don't get gifts. You feel me, little nigga from the project. The best gift we got with lights. Yeah, <laughs> cable and shit like that. If that, I ain't. No, get I want cable. no cable, bro. Yeah, just, light, just the lights. I ain't get cable. You know what I mean? <laughs> we can hit this microwave. Yeah, yeah, bro. I was on channel eight, channel thirty. <laughs> yeah. Channel five, channel seventeen. I was on eleven. Ooh. Yeah, eleven. <laughs> channel thirty. Remember channel thirty four yep, when they had 34. the music station yep, in the morning? Yep, thirty four. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, I know y'all niggas would use the antenna. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> antenna. Don't make it work. <laughs> hey, stand right there to the left a little bit. You got it. I had a TV, bro. It was a flow model. That mother was so old. It shit used to turn green. Ooh. I had to hit that bitch on the back. <laughs> Bring the color back. <laughs> what is it, like the 61 or 60 inch flow TVs? Man, you know it. Yeah, yeah. If I had one. Got the, got the little dial in it. <laughs> Clean it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Why the why the dial always used to come out though? Nigga had to get some ply to put. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Don't move them plies. Don't oh, move them plies. Nigga rig. <laughs> wow. <laughs> them days, boy. Nineties. Don't kid today. They don't know nothing about nah, that. They got flat screen. We flat screen, nigga. I would have thought that was a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to tell you, boy. Like, what this is? This some new shit. About to walk through this motherfucking TV. Yeah, man. Back in the day, let me, hey, if you could go back in time and take a flat screen back to somebody in 1992. Ain't no this nigga gonna like, bro, you don't get that alien <laughs> shit out my face. Me, you might point a gun your way. All right, man, where the fuck did you get that <laughs> what TV? Is this? What is this? <laughs> where the fuck what did you this? get this from? <laughs> what is this? Yeah, man. Oh, wow. All right, man, before we get out of here, man, um, I want to ask you, man, how was... Uh, how has your wife helped you along your journey? Because you just told us times you were struggling, times you was up and down, and this, that, and third, man. You know, like, uh, how has that helped you out? You, you know, a lot of times, man, sometimes chasing that slow you down, but the good situations are always like they were supportive, whatever. You know what I'm saying? How yeah. was that? You know, how was how was y'all able to hold each other down through, you know, throughout the 12 years of, of um, you know, man, getting to know each other? To be honest, bro. That woman only had to use her refund chair one time when I was homeless to show me that she was down for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> refund chair. Bro, like, after, after high school, I mean, after, not high school, after graduating college, bro, like, well, when I moved home, bro, I got kicked out the house. You know what I'm saying? Like, the next month. <laughs> so, so my wife, she used her refund chair, came and got me, picked me up, put clothes on my back, made sure I was fed. Hit me in her dorms for a couple months, moved off campus, used her money to make sure I was straight through. You know what I'm saying? So, and that was because she had, she saw a vision that, and believed in me. She saw that, you know, I had my degrees, just needed some help. But coming from my background, one, no help. Yeah, Ain't no, no support system. Nope. Shit, the best support system was yourself, you feel me? So, yep. that's why I, right now <clears throat> in my situation, too, I try to help my family as much because I wish I had a me. Back then, that hey, aunt, you know what I'm saying? Can I need about a hundred? Can I, you know what I'm saying? Well, I need a ride, or 
whatever the case may be, I need a job. Can you put me on? I wish I had that. But, you know, my wife was that for me in terms of just being motivated. Hey, you're going to get it, baby. Don't worry. You know what I'm saying? What you need for the business. Shit, she ran the Arise business. You know what I'm saying? Like, on any of my paperwork, you know, she my VP. You mean mm-hmm. she on my board, so I, I listen to her, her advice. I listen to her strategy, how she planned, because she got a master's in, uh, she got an MBA as well. She got hers before I did, and she got her bachelor's in psychology, so she deals a lot with the mind, behavioral things, organization. So putting that with my drive, I think we became like a real true power couple in terms of being able to set goals, come from nothing and actually just be able to maintain and sustain, you feel me, and progress. You know, the biggest thing is progress, take everything, you know, day at a time, 1%. So she always add 1% more to me every day. So I, you know 1% rule, man. No doubt. That's beautiful. Damn, that was amazing, dog. You know, you know, you got a lot of people saying this, that, and third. I just like to hear the good stuff, man, because, you know, a lot of these people, they throw out different relationship stuff, and I be like, bro, I don't really feel like all that logic helps out, bro. We all just do what we feel like doing when we feel like doing it, bro. Exactly. And shit happens. We just got to see what's going on. You know, you don't really know how somebody is until after you do this, after every hurdle. You know what I mean? Right. After you have first time doing this, doing that. So, you know, some of that stuff be sounding good, but it be like, in reality, bro, you just got to get lucky, bro, and find something. Right. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, all that shit, shit, most of the people that get the advice be single. And then it just be like, bro, the logic don't really kick in. Yeah. Like, I, like it's chicks that know they should have fucked with this dude or dude that know they should have fucked with this chick because it was good for him. Yeah. But he chose the chick with her body done or she chose the, the scammer or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And people find value in the wrong thing. Yeah, ain't no logic. Maybe it's a cool, maybe it's a vibe, but <laughs> feel what I'm saying? They find value in the wrong thing, dog. You right. Because yeah. like, like, like Kevin Samuels for he'll talk about like high value men, but see, I feel like those conversations aren't the conversations for people like myself and younger our generation. I feel like those conversations for them old heads yeah. because that's what their their mind is on. Oh, you know, I got to make a hundred thousand, and a woman got to do that 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 well. Shit, I got a beautiful ass wife that when I ain't had nothing, she gave me everything. Only in in return for just my heart, my dedication, my loyalty to her, and just, you know, lead her to, you know, the promised land. All I know is shit, if you take all that away, bro, who are we? What is our, where's my value to you? What do I add to you? If I can't say that, oh, if I need a roof, you need a roof. If that's not value, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we find value in the wrong things. Like, it don't matter if a person go 50-50 on bills. It don't matter if a person pay all the bills. If I'm able to pay all the bills and you can save your money and we could buy a house and buy some properties, let us do that. You feel me? If we got to go 50-50 so you can save, I can save. We can put it together. You could still do what you do with your life. I can do what I do with mine. Let's do that. You know, I think it's too much emphasis on what a person could do for each other financially that we forget how to build financially together. Mm. Like we so worried about the value to take from someone. <laughs> We don't we we don't even focus on the value we need to add to someone. You feel me? So, I, I really believe that conversation is not my conversation. Cause if a person be like, "Oh, so your wife don't work?" I'd be like, "Yeah." Oh, so 
She don't pay no bills. I mean, she want to, but no. <clears throat> I got to have it. She got to have it. I got to get to work. She got to get to work. Don't you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I got to eat. She, don't she live under the same house <laughs> as you? She feel what I'm saying? If I didn't have no money in my pocket, is she going to sit there and be like, well, you got to find your own way? No, she going to be like, I got you, baby. You feel <laughs> yeah. me? I got you. <laughs> don't worry about it. We're going to be in out together. You feel me? Like, yeah. <laughs> all, that, all that other shit, like, you know, the dating scenes and all, I'll be like, man, that shit too convoluted because instead of a person being like you know what's your background like what you feel in life what's your morality what you think about xyz people too worried about oh what you bring to a table bitch i made the table you feel me <laughs> <laughs> i built this table i ain't bringing I nothing it. to the table because everything is on the table everything the table is made from what it's, i it's, it's sturdy in the right put what you need on the table it's, it's sturdy <laughs> what you and then folks be like oh you, what y'all ask the women what they bring to the table i don't care what you bring to bring your table <laughs> Hell. Bring a side dish. Right. Bring an entree or something. Bring you know the food I mean? to the table. I don't care. Shit, bring shit. a good conversation to the table. Bring, chairs. bring, some, bring chairs. some chairs. Bring some chairs. Bring some wine. Just bring some. We need you. We need silverware, <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? We need silverware. Bring some good vibes. You know bring a napkin, man. Don't ask me no questions about the table. What I'm bringing to the table. No, let's. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> the table's already here, okay? If, if we got to bring shit to the table, then we don't need to be bringing shit to each other. All right? That's how I see it. Like, look, don't bring that shit to me. <laughs> if you have what you bring to the table, that ain't my conversation either. Like, yeah. look, look. You work? Yes, I work. Cool. You drive? Yes, I drive. Cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't Man. add me what I bring to the table because if we going to figure out what we bring to the table, what we want on the table once we figure out how we gel together and our mental, like, can we have a conversation? I don't even know what yeah, I don't even know what don't you even know you. I don't even know what you're ordering. <laughs> I don't you even know? know you if I want you to sit at my table. Right. Feel <laughs> what I'm saying? I don't know if I want to sit at your table. But don't it, invite me to dinner. You got issues. Boy. Somebody else sitting at your table. I don't, don't you feel me? Like, I'm bringing the damn table. table? <laughs> I'm bringing the motherfucking <laughs> table. Saying, I'm just saying. You got about eight niggas at the round table. I don't know where where my seat at at that table. I don't, I don't know who right? They cousin, friend, concubine. What table we talking? You know, I'm like uh, uh-uh, mm-hmm. I ain't bringing nothing to the table, baby. I ain't got nothing for you. You feel me? I ain't got, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got nothing for you. You like, baby? Let's let, when we gonna build something. I right, see now this conversation. I like to hear. You know what I'm saying? But. You know, my wife ain't never come talking about some what you bring it to the table. Hell, the dick, what you think I'm bringing to the table? Some time and devotion. That's what I'm bringing to the table. Shit, you bring the same thing, right? Okay. Set the dick, you bring the opposite, but you understand what I'm going you, you with. You dig what I'm saying, man. <laughs> I just feel like uh, Instagram just set the tone for unrealistic expectations. Yeah. People out here fucked yeah. up, bro. Yeah. Everybody ain't got no bag, bro. Some yeah. of us is middle class, some of us working class. Everybody ain't rich, bro. But, you know, if you if you can't pretend like you're rich for five seconds, then, you know what I'm saying, they throw the whole vibe. Man, ain't nobody, not too many people keep it real. Like, you know, and... Yeah, now, why you just gotta, you know, keep your hater blockers on and just cut through it. You just yeah. cut through the chase, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When people, you know, showing you that they got the Instagram mindset, shit, I got a Twitter mindset. I want to know what you're thinking, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no and, you doubt. know, no you know doubt. so. All right, man. So, uh, 
we're gonna wrap it up man because we about that marker man we're gonna wrap it up with a seg make segue called this or that you just choose one option or the other but basically a or b man all right all right man so uh basketball or football man damn man it could be in terms of anything which one you like to play which one you like to watch you know The dunk on a nigga feel good, so I'm gonna go basketball. That dunk feel good, boy. It's kind of like it's kind of like uh, it's you know you know. But it's the like, mouth of nigga feel it's good like too, though. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna have to. You know what? Let me recant. I'm gonna have to go football. Uh okay, okay. I'm gonna have to go football. Okay. Yeah, that was my first love anyway. That's my baby. Mm. Running back, yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay. Now I was running away. Remember, oh, yeah, yeah, I won't yeah, run yeah, over yeah, nobody. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get the hell on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he ain't no fullback. <laughs> nah, hell no. Nah. Running back. Once I got hit to the fence, I damn sure know I wasn't no fullback. Don't hit me ever <laughs> <Never> again. <laughs> Shit, Malcolm or Martin? And, and I don't, you know, I'm not, you know, just more so Malcolm. Okay, and you know. Why was you know why is that? Why Malcolm? Yeah, I feel like Malcolm didn't put on the persona like see Malcolm. See they show Malcolm go to jail for the wrong reason. You know what I'm saying? Like Malcolm went to jail for being a pimp and a player. Martin went to jail for protesting. Nothing against Martin going to jail for protesting. Of course, but I feel like that journey of going to jail because you was a pimp player. You come out redefine but not just redefine you come out with a better mind and even then you see the the change of malcolm like having to see you know the nation do certain things he had to open up his mind a lot more even more so i feel like his journey is more so in line with my journey like i have to keep opening my mind i feel like martin already knew what his mind was soon he came out of morehouse i like he had a dream that nigga drink that shit when he was 14 you feel me like <laughs> martin was gonna got don't have he was he was gonna pay the way regardless you, you basically feel saying me? you feel like you you more so relate to dude I, re I, yeah, I relate more to malcolm i relate more to he was like and and honestly he had more of a militant type mindset too so i'm i'm more of a militant type mindset mm. Okay. Peaceful is cool, but sometimes by any means necessary means by any means necessary. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, so this is the last one, man. Um, they kinda go hand in hand, so um I guess we can kinda I guess I'll let you kinda explain a slight difference. Okay. But uh as far as just like accounting the finance, you know, it can be which one you like to do more, what type of clients you like to take or what have you, you know, accounting the finance. And they go hand in hand, both deal with numbers. Slight difference though. Right. I'm gonna go with finance. Okay. And the reason why is one, accounting is like your background work to get to understand yeah. you know, the transactions. That's transactions. So that's like yeah. everything coming in your ledgers, ledgers balancing yeah. the ledgers. I don't wanna do that. I yeah. don't like it. I don't love it. None of that. None about it makes me be like, oh, I'm excited about it now. <laughs> but once them numbers hit them books and them transactions is closed and now I can see how much them transactions add up to, now I get to play my role and understand like, okay, let me see how this number flow, how these transactions flow. I don't like to look at how much my gas was for the month every day because I know I use a lot of gas, but at the end of the couple quarters i like to see how much at the end of the quarter i spent you feel me 
You yeah. don't care about the transactions. You don't care about the day to day. You care mm. about projections and goals and yeah, quarterly and yeah. And finance allows you to it allows you to sit back and scale accounting. You're doing so much tedious work. You're doing, and it's not just numbers and balancing. You know, accounting consists of audits, mm-hmm. uh, consists of reconciliation, consists of um, ensuring that the systems that is bringing in the accounting transactions are working and talking to EDIs, the CPMs, or CMIs. They all talk to each other. You feel me? Like accounting is more tedious on the back end. Finance, I just get to make decisions. And that's where I am in life. Like, I want to be able to help people understand how numbers help them make decisions. Mm. That's dope. Uh, that's dope, man. Um, I think that's why a lot of a lot of accountants steal, bro, because the tedious work, a lot of accountants don't make a lot of money because they got to charge a, a competitive price and they're only able to handle so many clients. Like you saying, as a finance person, you're able to do bigger and better things, and it's not necessarily your fault the day-to-day. You know what I'm saying? It's right. like, even like like auditing and all that type of stuff, you got to really – it's like finding a needle in a haystack. Right. Or you're looking through a whole haystack and make sure you don't find a needle. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, that's why a lot of times, bro, a lot of times, like, these people, like you, Steve Harvey's, like – Steve, for instance, Steve Harvey said his accountant stole from him. Like, he said he was paying his taxes for, like, four, five years straight, but instead of paying – instead of collecting his – you know, instead of actually paying it, mm-hmm. he'll send out a check, his accountant just put it to the side. You know what I'm saying? Pocket it pretty much. So let's just say it's like a million or two, you know, it's a couple million taxes a year. Steve yeah. Harvey. He said basically, man, that man stole a big chunk of his money. And Robert Kiyosaki, the dude that wrote uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad, he was yeah. saying it's because a lot of smart people like accountants, that's like more of a technical thing. As smart as they are with numbers, they don't know how to make money. You know what I'm saying? Like they know right. how to they know how to look at them. They know how to, you know, they know how to find errors, but they don't know how to make no money. You know, it's kind of like where you come in with the marketing side, you know, like they don't know how to sell themselves. They, they can look at it, you yeah. know what I'm saying? They can analyze some shit. They can come up with a budget, but they don't know how to make money. Right. They they can they can look at your money, but they don't know how to make it themselves. Right, and they can and, steal it because they know what account, account to take it out yeah. of and put it into and yeah. make it look like the full picture. But mm-hmm. like you said, it's a technical thing. They don't know how to make that money. They don't you know, know how to make exactly. it, bro. And then exactly. and then after a while, you know, technical people, they think they smart, bro. You know what I mean? That's why the lawyers, some lawyers do the same thing. Some lawyers don't know how to make money. You yeah. know, they get lucky and land an account. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody like Cruz, he hunt. He a dog. He finds his clients. Clients find him off of branding. So it's like he know how to make money. Yeah. That's what saved him. He was a broke he was a broke dude with a law degree until he started hustling or whatever. You know what I mean? And got you know figured out how to do it. So, so like, um, yeah, man. I, I mean, I'm not you know, and I'm not encouraging no accountants to steal. But what I'm saying is, yeah, I gotta go learn how to make some money, man. If you learn how to do these numbers, I think what it really is though, like somebody like me, bro. I'm smart, but I got so much shit going on. I make mistakes, bro. They look at you and they say, man, he keep making mistakes. So you might forget to do something. He he forget all the time. They just put in their mind, man, this nigga don't even deserve this. I'm smarter than him. They do it. They take one cent and you get away with it. It's like bullying, bro. It's like right. a nigga bullying you, bro. Like they do it one time, get away with it. That's why I teach the CEO how to look at the numbers. Like how do you know something's being penny pinched? Mm. Like how do you know? Like what accounts to look into? Like how to understand your your ledgers and your – because like you said, accounting and the finance, they, they go so hand in hand. 
because everything that happens in that ledger, I'm going to see on my P&L or on my balance sheet. I'm going right. to see it. Yeah. Whether I pay attention to it, that's on me. Yeah. But I teach, you know, how to look at it and dissect it and be like, okay, if something don't look right, if a vendor don't look right, supply don't look right, like, why, oh, what is it? What, we paying out 12500 every month? Let me see the check. The check might go to somewhere that you don't even know might be ripped, being wired somewhere, routed somewhere. Because accounting, they're going to have all the wiring information. Yeah. They're going to have the routing information. The finance, you're not going to see that. You got to get into the details of the accounting. So a lot of times my job, especially like during month in, like my forecast call. Yeah. That's me going behind accounting. Mm. Something don't look right. I'm asking questions. What, what's this right here? What this transaction is? What? What is equal to? Why we accruing this right here? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times accountants know how to accrue dollars, say that you're going to pay it in the future against a certain type of PO, create a PO for it, apply the dollars to the business, but it's not real dollars, show that the business is profitable, but don't pay out anything in expenses. So it's easy to manipulate in accounting because I can accrue and say that I'm going to get paid for it later. Yeah. But then if I don't get paid, I can say, oh, I'm going to write this off in bad debt, and I charge that off to the game, and I send that off to, with my IRS statements. Yeah. So there's a lot of loopholes you can do. That's how people get away with a lot. Like tax breaks, like Trump and tax breaks, man, bro. All that is is like somebody taking a $2 billion real estate and adding all the costs that it takes to maintenance, supply, keep it up, people, costs, all that, and the depreciation on it. And then also saying, you know what, this is uncollectible debt and rent payments that we can't collect on the building. And so we're going to just charge that to the game mm. and not pay taxes on that money that we're supposed to charge to the game. But we already account for it, that we're going to get it. So we just made our profitability. We made yeah, it. we made it. Made we, the money. We, we showed that we made it. <laughs> But we ain't about, we about to show that we can't collect the cash. <laughs> but I've already, but the bank will already have written me a check or given me a loan based on what we've told them already. In the beginning of the year. <laughs> exactly. I'm about to get y'all some game. Man, I got one more, one more question just popped in my head. Right. Somebody that's good with numbers, mm -hmm. they got this degree. Because I know a lot of people that never get into their field because they don't really know how to, uh, they can't land a job. Right. But you know, if they got a skill, even if it's something simple as bookkeeping, get some, could you get some game on how they can just start working independently, whether they run a business or they get a contract with a company? You know, just a small piece of advice, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Obviously you can consult the round table uh, ATL man to learn his hand in hand. You know, he does all type of consultation. Right. Just a quick gym, man. Just something, you know, just somebody got the skill but and they but they not getting paid what they deserve or can't j jump into their field. But they are able to provide at least some of the basic services such as bookkeeping, okay. accounting, maybe tech, whatever. Yeah. Um. All right. So man, what, what I would tell somebody who's like entry level bookkeeping, right? Like, all right, I got a business. I want to do this. First of all, get comfortable with the different accounting software. So the first thing I would want to do before you go trying to solicit yourself to say, oh, I could do this, I could do this bookkeeping for you, get comfortable with the different type of software out there because for one, small businesses are going to use certain type of software like QuickBooks, TurboTax, Intuit. They might use a gym side by side. They might use a, 
Arista. They might use SAP. Certain little, you know, different uh, accounting software. They might use Microsoft Dynamics, which is, you know, GP, one of those. They might use Oracle, PeopleSoft, um, some of those accounting software. So you want to get comfortable with being able to just say, all right, whatever you are as a client, whatever you have currently, first, you can make money by implementing the accounting software for businesses. Mm-hmm. So first, before I become your bookkeeper, let's see what your systems look like. Oh, you know what? We got a one-time implementation fee. You got 10 users. You got a small business. You got 10 users. All right, let's set you up. License fee for the year. Oracle might charge you or Microsoft Dynamics might charge you for 10 users $15,000. You charge 18000 you just made a $3,000 profit because what you're going to do is outsource that work back to Microsoft and say, hey, look, I got these 10 users. I got this business. These are the people I need set up on the on the servers. This is the access that they need, and we're going to implement this. And you basically just became a project manager at the same time. Little do people know it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just simple implementation of the bookkeeping, you want to make sure that you know your accounting software first and foremost. Second thing, as a bookkeeper, you want to really be an expert in ledgers, knowing the different accounts, being comfortable with businesses treat their accounts differently. Like I may say travel and entertainment, right? But you may say that this is just travel and consulting fees. Mm-hmm. So how we how we designate our expenses, be comfortable with knowing how businesses designate their expenses, be comfortable with understanding how businesses create and generate revenue yeah that's you know so before you can even say all right let me go grab these clients know your accounting software be very comfortable with understanding terminology and accounting and understanding how different ledgers may be different for different industries and businesses what's in the healthcare industry you're not going to have the same in the fintech industry you know what i'm saying Mm. you're going to have more fintech you're going to have more capital costs more uh operating and maintenance costs, more licensing and software as a service costs. You're gonna have a lot of more tech costs. In healthcare, you're gonna have a lot more people costs. Mm. Know how know how the costs add up in different business as a bookkeeper. So, you know, something simple. You just gotta be a master of your craft. And the third thing is establish your business. When I mean establish your business, you can't do everything as a bookkeeper by yourself. Outsource your marketing, outsource your human resources make sure that you say hey hey because even if you only if you're a sole proprietorship you still want to have a human resource set up why one it's a Mm write-off if i get adp software to do payroll for myself so i can do accounting guess what that software is an expense to the business which is a write-off to the business so everything you want to do you just want to make sure you set up your business so you can write off everything that you're doing, the accounting software services that you're setting up, the trainings that you're going to, the certifications that you want to get, and then also the marketing. Those are the basic things I would think as a bookkeeper to just implement. And it's and it's simple steps. You know, it's nothing that you like, oh, I got to do all this at one time. No, simple steps. Pace yourself, set goals, and at the same time, get involved with different meetup clubs because before you start even get into the nitty-gritty of selling the service go hear what people are asking for in those fields 
go to different meetups, go to different cocktail parties, you know, book clubs, um, different networking events, things that aren't like club-like or in the lounges, but things that are more interactive where you're having to speak to people. Oh, what kind of business do you do? Oh, you know, me and my family, we run a trucking industry. Oh, yeah, what kind of kind of software do you use? Oh, well, we've just been using some mom and pop stuff. Oh, well, I've been accounting for 10 years. Um, maybe you should let me come over and see what kind of system you got and see if we can create something better, if I can save you guys some money. Tell somebody you're saving them some money. Oh, shit, come on over Monday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially if you done had that rapport, you building that conversation. They're going to be like, shit, you can save me $5,000. Yeah, we've been paying these folks, and they don't help our ass out. You know what I'm saying? At all, you know? So I would definitely be like, you know, as, as in terms of if you're going to be entry level and you want to just start doing it yourself, really get out there and network with people. Show your face because – there are certain there's certain professions that I have to show my face to gain your trust. Accounting and finance is one. Yeah. You got to see my face yeah. because I'm dealing with your money, right? So if your money get missing, you want to see, you won't know who which mother <laughs> your money like took my money. You mean like this? I remember your face. Remember your face. I want my money. You know what I'm saying? My money. I need it now. Right. What that boy on CB4 say? I don't care if I have to provide your black ass. I want my money. Yeah. Hey, we see what with Big Worm did over 200. You know what I'm saying? But those are the simple steps, man. I think get know your accounting software. One, two. Make sure that you you know. Understand terminologies of different accounting softwares and different, you know, industries and what they look for in terms of their expense and record keeping. And then three, make sure you get out there and just network and sell yourself, sell your business and be confident in, in your craft. Yeah, man. Well, you know, and um, the cool thing about learning different softwares, every company has an onboarding process, mm -hmm. free trials. And, you know, what I mean, you got to do what you got to do, even if you got to keep switching emails so you can eventually learn the software mm -hmm. you know that's always dope man as far as marketing man you know word of mouth you know you we got social media out here um you can t-shirts work still um mm -hmm. just de being visible you know create a youtube channel and give small pieces of advice and it might attract people from all over that want to work with you you know marketing ain't got to be it ain't got to be complicated you know because obviously if you first start and you don't have no big advertising budget but, you know, use everything that, you know, use the free stuff, everything at your disposal and just stay consistent. Because, uh, you know, if you can save somebody money, if you can save me money, I want to do business with you, man. Uh, go to where the entrepreneurs are. Yeah, hang out where, where your clients <laughs> are. You know, go to uh, <laughs> go to um, these works, mm -hmm. you know, go to these workspaces. Just grab a lunch. You know what I'm saying? Go to, uh, you know, look on your phone, look for free uh, networking events, you know, and just go there and they ask you what you do. Say, well, I, I prefer provide financial services. This name my company, and uh, so on and so forth, man. So, uh, baby J, man, before we got, I mean, not baby, I'm sorry, Jason Wyatt, man. Before we get about <laughs> it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we get, before we he get about it, outside smoking weed. Like that, my partner right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> my partner, they go way back. You can tell, hey, brother. <laughs> Nah, yeah, only thing I would say, man, like, what, what can they find you, Slim? What, what can they find your business? Man, uh, man, Roundtable Atlanta, www.roundtableatl.net. Uh, also on Instagram, Roundtable ATL. We on Facebook, Roundtable Atlanta. Um, you'll see a purple logo, kind of look like a table. 
everybody eat at the table. We all support everybody. You feel me? We support each other. That's the only way we can go. So yeah, I appreciate it. Now, you go by Slim professionally. Man, sometimes I do. Yes, okay. sir. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. Man, when when my accounting teacher in college called me Slim, bro, I knew I was on the way. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh but now, nah, man, you know, government name Christopher Ford. Family oh, okay. called me Slim. Uh, friends, family called me Slim. Family definitely called me Spank. You know what I'm saying? Just real down to earth, but hey, you know, see me in the street, Slim, tall guy. As long as you're respectful, you feel me? I give you my name. You know, just random shit. You got anything for the people before we get off? Yeah, man. Don't give up on your goals. Follow your passions. Um, at the end of the day, only you can change, you know, your situation. Only you can become what you want to be. You feel me? Don't let nobody deter you from doing anything. Uh, that's all I got. Okay, man. Well, this concludes another episode of Multiple Streams. By any means, man, remember good things go to those that hustle.